Yesterday, I started a series of podcasts on social media. So today, we're going to continue the journey through how to get your social media set up and just what you need to do so that you can actually have people on your social media follow you. Welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Before you do anything, whether it's start a food truck or decide to get into social media or whatever is going to be you want to do, research. You want to understand what you're getting yourself into because you can't just go, okay, everybody's on Facebook and just dive right into that because that may not be true. And it also may not be true that the people that you are wanting to target are on that particular social media. Facebook, for example, tends to skew for older people. TikTok and Snapchat tend to go younger. Who are you targeting? So that helps decide which social media you should be on. So you want to do the research. And you want to consider the following questions. Which social media sites are your competitors on? Now, don't just assume because they're on Facebook that that is the place to be. But you want to see where all the competitors are. How many followers do each of your competitors have? That now becomes a goal for you to aspire to. If they all have a thousand followers, then that needs to be your first goal to get to a thousand as quickly as you can. Then you want to look at how often do they post. Are they posting daily? Are they posting weekly? Or is it random? You want to look at what kind of material do they post? Is it food pictures? Is it selfies? Is it guest pictures? Is it just the truck? Is it the area that they're located in? What kind of pictures? What kind of material? And then check how the followers that they have are engaging with their post. If a food truck posts a picture and says, hey, we're going to be at 5th and Main today, how many people are liking that or saying, hey, I can't wait? You want to look and see what their engagement is. Because it doesn't matter if they're posting it. If no one cares, they're not doing something right. So now when you understand what the competitors are doing, you can figure out a way to be better than they are. So when you figure out which of the platforms you're going to be on, consider the kind of content that appears on that particular platform. Pinterest and Instagram, they rely a lot on images, and both could work for you as your social media platform, but not your only social media platform. TikTok is all about video, real short-form video, and all the platforms are getting into short videos. So it would behoove you to learn a little bit about videos and how to edit and how to make something look good in 20 or 30 seconds worth of video. You have Twitter. Twitter is primarily used to communicate with words. Depending upon what area of the country you're in, Twitter is pretty popular. But there's other areas that Twitter is a literal ghost town. Facebook, same deal. 
There are certain age groups that just love Facebook, and they'll be all over it. But then there are other age groups that don't care about it at all. But Facebook is a blend of videos and images and also text-based content. So at the very minimum, you should have a Facebook page, you should have a TikTok, and you should have an Instagram. A food truck has to feature food. I should not have to say this. Your business is food, so primarily your posts need to be food-oriented. should be pictures of food, videos of your prep work, videos of somebody taking that first bite and having that great big smile. Those kind of images get other people wanting to come to your business. Now, you should also have a mix of content-driven posts. And what I mean by that is not necessarily pictures and not necessarily videos, but certainly a picture with a story behind it to where they're going to read and see what's going on. You want to show your personality, and you want to be consistent with that personality. You can't be upset one day and then post because you're upset, because that attitude comes across in your post. You want to give a reason for people to support you. They want to know about you as a business they want to know about you as a person, and they love supporting people. We sell to people as a business, and the people want to support us if we let them know a little bit about us and what we go through. You want to establish your complete profile. And I know that it's really scary if you've never set up a profile, especially if you're a little bit older. You're probably your kids set up your profile for you, and they put in the bare minimum to get mom and dad on whatever social media platform that you're on. So look at the details for the profile. Answer every possible field that you can. You can always go back and edit them, but at least give people a little bit of a complete picture about you as a person and you as a business. If at all possible, don't tell yourself, well, I'll just do it later, because I promise you later ain't never going to come. So what you want to consider the content for the profiles would be things like a link to your website, your telephone number for people to be able to text or place orders. You want to talk about your opening hours, you want to talk about your location, or if you have a calendar, how to link to the calendar so they can find out where you're going to be. If you have an online ordering app, you want to link to that. So you want people, no matter what platform they find you on, to be able to locate you and know about your menu, know about your food, know about where you're going to be. One of the things that drives Melissa absolutely crazy is somebody will be on Facebook and then she can't find the menu to know either how much the food costs or what all's on the menu. And if she has to go clicking and looking more than a couple of seconds, she's out of there. As much as she would love to try the food, if you make it too hard for us to figure out what you sell, we don't care. We're moving on to somebody else. And then also in that profile, you want to link all your other social media. So that way people know exactly what your name is everywhere that they look. And if at all possible, try to get the same handle on every single platform. So that way, if you're Bill's Burgers, then your handle should be Bill's Burgers on social media, whether it be Twitter or Pinterest or Instagram or TikTok or YouTube or Facebook. They know that when they see Bill's Burgers, it's the same food truck they have been looking for. Make sure that you already have your information as far as the photographs go have those size to the correct pixels. So it will fit and it will fit appropriately. It's very annoying for someone to go look at your profile, say on Facebook, and then the banner image is off center or the words are covered up by the avatar picture or some of the words bleed off the edge of the photograph. Take the time to understand what the pixel sizes are and then upload the correct size photograph. Blurry and off-center photographs are just a really, really bad idea and already sets the example that, okay, if they don't care enough about their photographs, 
then they may not care enough about the food they're serving me. So here's a couple of best practice tips to wrap up this short podcast. Use a custom RUL whenever it's offered. And if they offer it after you achieve a certain goal, then set that goal so you know exactly what that number is. For example, YouTube allows you to have the vanity RUL, the custom RUL, once you hit a hundred subscribers. That's what you want to be pushing towards the hundred. But Facebook, for example, will allow you to select a custom RUL while you're setting up the profile. So you want to make sure you know what the goals are so you can achieve them. And if there's not any kind of threshold, then select a customized RUL. Going back to making the same name across all your social media platforms. Use a recognizable photograph for your profile picture. If you're in business, you set up a business profile, you should probably have your logo. So people can start to associate your logo with your posts. Then every photograph that goes on your social media, no matter which platform, watermark it with your logo. So that way people see a picture, they see the food, they see your logo. And they start to associate good-looking food with your logo. Use milestones to document progress towards opening. You can talk about, hey, I'm getting ready to get my permits. I just passed my health department inspection. Oh, I went and got my business license. All of those things create content. All of those things people want to know about your business. And you'll get some people that'll congratulate you for having passed the test. And then they'll also want to start to try your food. But if you just blatantly ignore telling anybody about your business until you're open, you're most likely going to be pretty darn slow for quite a while. Use call to action buttons. For example, on Facebook, when you set up your business page, it'll ask you if you want to have a button. And the button can be message us or book now or shop now or order now. What that does is the, the button allows you to connect it to a, perhaps another website where they can see your menu and they can place an order directly from there. But use those call to action buttons and then call people to that action. Facebook has the automatic messenger AI greeting now. So as soon as people click on your business page, it'll pop up with, hey, what kind of questions do you have? Or however you want to customize it. Don't be afraid to use that stuff. But don't generically use whatever they give you. Because they will see that time after time after time. But if they see a unique one, they're more likely to, oh, this might be a real person. I'll go ahead and click on that and see what's going on. Make sure that you use custom tabs whenever you give that ability. Especially on Facebook, you can add a menu tab, for example. So that people can read across the top and go, hey, they got a menu and I can find it easily. Now what you want to put on that menu tab is your menu in words. It's very difficult for search engines to find you based on photographs of your menu. When the photographs also include a caption that says, you know, the best hamburgers and it lists the hamburgers, search engines can read words. And then when somebody's looking for the best hamburger near me, your menu can pop up, your social media can pop up. So that's it for today's tips. We're going to be back tomorrow with a bunch more. So I will see you guys tomorrow in the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.